Welcome to a devotional journey through some of the highlights of Mark's Gospel. This will take us through the next couple of months whilst we are still in some form of lockdown. Today we consider chapter 1, verses 1 to 8. You will, I am sure, have noticed that unlike Matthew and Luke, Mark does not contain an account of Jesus' birth. And unlike Matthew, Luke and John, Mark contains few sayings and teachings of Jesus. But as J.C. Ryle says, it is eminently rich in its catalogue of his doings. Indeed, with the exception of the first 13 verses, it is all about Jesus' public ministry. And Mark moves us from one mighty deed of Jesus to the next very swiftly. So why the emphasis on Jesus' doings? Because the central question being addressed by Mark is, who is Jesus? And Mark is telling us who Jesus is by putting on display his mighty deeds. In fact, as the gospel opens, Mark is very clear who Jesus is. Verse 1, the beginning of the gospel of Jesus Christ, the Son of God. The name Jesus means God saves or God is salvation. Christ is a title for the promised one, the long-awaited Messiah. And the idea behind the term Christ is anointed, set apart by God for the work. The title Son of God tells us that Jesus is divine, God himself. So Mark introduces us to the Saviour, who is the divine eternal Son, who has been set apart by God the Father to do a saving work, and as Messiah has come into the world. And that is good news, which is why Mark begins with the Gospel of Jesus Christ. Gospel is literally good news. And then having stated who Jesus is, Mark swiftly moves to demonstrate it by showing us his doings. The coming of Jesus was not unexpected. We know that the Old Testament prophets had announced it. And in verses 2 and 3, Mark quotes one. As it is written in Isaiah the prophet, Behold, I send my messenger before your face, who will prepare your way, the voice of one crying in the wilderness, prepare the way of the Lord, make his path straight. And in these words, it is clear that before Jesus comes, there will be a final announcer. And Mark introduces us to that person, John the Baptist. In verse 4, John appeared baptising. And this is the amazing thing. Go back all those years to Isaiah and he told what would happen. A final announcer and then Jesus. And it happened hundreds of years later, just like that. So this tells us that the coming of Jesus was planned down to the smallest detail by God. Planned and prepared for during the long years of the Old Testament. John the Baptist was the last of the Old Testament prophets. Everything about him told people that he was a prophet, 
including in verse 6. John was clothed with camel's hair and wore a leather belt around his waist and ate locusts and wild honey. But as important as he was a prophet, he acknowledges in verse 7, After me comes he who is mightier than I, the strap of whose sandals I am not worthy to stoop down and untie. And in this statement, there is great humility. In Jewish tradition, a disciple was willing to perform every service for his master, except to untie the sandals. They would be removed by a lowly slave. John says that he is unworthy to do even that to Jesus. John's life and ministry was always to point to Jesus, to show how great Jesus is, to glorify Jesus, not to glorify himself. He later said of Jesus, I must become less, he must become more. This should also be the hallmark of our own lives. The most important person in our life should be Jesus. And we should show how great he is and we should seek to glorify him. Join me on Friday.